Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you be the jerk if you tried to force your ex to bring your stepson along with them on a father-son camping trip? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for not removing the Disney items from my house? My 35-year-old female, husband, 38-year-old male, and I are what you would call Disney adults. We used to work for the parks in college and met there. For us, it has sentimental value as well as being something we both loved from childhood. Now we're conscious to not be those Disney adults. We can hold conversations outside the movies and parks. We both work well-paying jobs unrelated to the company. We have other hobbies and interests. Our son isn't big on Disney and we're cool with that. It's just something that we enjoy as well as our daughters. We nurture all of our children's hobbies and interests. We also don't blow all our money on this stuff. I know I may sound overly defensive, but we get a lot of comments from people who don't know us well. Anyway, we live in a renovated farmhouse on a bit of land that includes a barn that we finished off, with hopes to make it a guest house one day. In the meanwhile, we had a relative get married here and it was gorgeous. Now, my sister, 28-year-old female, wants to get married on our property and we were all for it. Everything's been planned for months and the wedding's in June. It's set to be outside completely, but if it rains, we can move the party into the barn. The only reason a guest would have to go into our house is to use the bathroom. We have two on the first floor. The only Disney items are Winnie the Pooh hand towels. I told my sister I'd replace them with regular ones. Wedding space has no Disney items. However, she wants me to take down everything Disney on the first floor of my home, as guests will see. We have a lot of Disney items, pictures, paintings, blankets, Funko Pops, decorations, figurines, dishware, etc. All made for adults and a lot of it is subtle or vintage but you can still tell it's Disney. One, this would be a massive undertaking. It's not as simple as shoving stuff in a closet. We'd have to pack it up and find a place to store. The sheer amount would require at least two hours of packing, not to mention storage and unpacking after. Two, it's ridiculous to me. Who cares if people see? She says it looks tacky and she doesn't want people to remember her wedding for that. I told her no. We're decorating the outside and the barn as she wants. We're letting her use our property for free, which she keeps bragging about to friends as it's saving them a ton. When my husband and I stood firm, she whined to our parents who told us to grow up and take it down. I 100% personally agree with OP that they're not in the wrong here, and yeah, who cares who sees? Like OP said, the whole thing is supposed to be happening beyond the house, outside the house, so who cares? They're trying to use your property for free and then also openly admitting to your face that they're trying to be, like, ashamed of you? If she wants complete and utter control of the space, maybe she should pay for a space. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to sit next to this man? I, female, 30s, was riding an almost empty train. There were maybe five or six people in the whole carriage. I sat in a four-seater, two seats on one side, two across, and spread out my stuff. 
put my jacket on the seat across from me and put my feet on it so that the seat wouldn't get touched by my socks. If it matters, it was early in the morning and I'd been wearing these socks for less than an hour. My shoes are also clean as I alternate two pairs daily to let them dry out between uses. A guy in I guess his late 40s or maybe early 50s entered the train, came straight to me and said, move your bag. I was puzzled since there were plenty of free seats to go around, so I asked if he really wanted this particular seat and he said yes. So I picked up my bag, he plopped down next to me, and I proceeded to pack up my laptop, drink, jacket, put on my shoes, and move to a different four-seater. I spread out again. Before I could even get my shoes off, the dude was standing in front of me and said, move your bag. I asked why. He said that he wanted to sit there. I answered that he'd been wanting that certain seat that I vacated for him, so I don't see why he would want to switch seats. He scoffed and explained that it wasn't about the specific seat, but about entitled people who think their bags deserve a seat. I told him that I moved once for him and wouldn't move again. He made a movement as if he wanted to grab my bag, and I raised my voice saying, don't you freaking dare. He started lamenting about entitled people again. I told him I moved for you. There are hundreds of free seats on this train, sit somewhere else. He called me a jerk and went back to his seat. Then he called someone on his phone, or acted like it, who knows, and proceeded to loudly complain about entitled witches. To be clear, when a train fills up, I of course gather my stuff and vacate seats around me so that others can sit, but I don't see why I should let some rando boss me around and invade my personal space for no reason. Honestly, I think if there is plenty of space on this train, spread out, enjoy it. This guy's got way too much time, he probably does nothing on his day to day for him to go around and make this his issue. And shoot, who knows, maybe he was just a creeper wanting to sit next to the lady who was alone. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my parents and my husband that I don't want to name my daughter after the sister I never knew? My parents had a daughter before me, Summer. She was born with cancer and died when she was only 5 weeks old. I was born 2 years later and her memory was very strong throughout my life. My parents weren't great parents to me because they were still in very heavy grief and it made our relationship complicated. I remember they cried on her birthday every year and they also cried on most of mine and she was mentioned at every celebration. I remember for a while really wanting to hear more about her but at some point all the mentions of her were too much. It felt suffocating and I felt less important. When they'd meet new people, Summer was the child they mentioned first, and the one they talked most about. Someone would ask what grade I was in or how old I was, and they would say Summer would be in fourth grade or Summer would have been 13 today. When I graduated high school, I asked that my parents not mention Summer during the celebration after. We had a dinner with family and a couple of my friends, but not a full-blown party, and they were so angry at me for wanting Summer forgotten. I took some time from them in college, but was racked with guilt, and we ended up back in touch. I got married to my husband Kale last year, and we're now expecting a girl. My parents brought up how amazing it would be for us to name our daughter Summer, and my husband was 100% on board. He was pretty much agreeing before I had a chance to react. When I did talk to him, he was shocked I had any doubts and was ready to go full steam ahead. I told him I wanted our daughter to have her own name, and I didn't want her to carry the weight of the summer who never got the chance to grow up, and so was all her grandparents really wanted to talk about. He said he understood, but to think of how loved our daughter would feel. And he knows I think summer is a beautiful name, because I do, 
but the history. I told my parents I wanted my daughter to have her own name, and they cried. They didn't really comment. Then they asked was I going to change my mind. This was a few days after, and I said no. But then my parents and husband were talking and wanted to try and change my mind. They brought a list of pros to me on why our daughter should be Summer, and I told them that I disagreed with the list. They argued back and told me Summer deserves to be honored. I said my daughter deserves to live life as herself. Kale said she would still be able to and the name isn't that uncommon that my sister would be the only person to think of. My parents told me to think of what my sister would want and how I love my sister and miss her every day. For some reason that broke me. I started to cry out of nowhere and told the three of them that I didn't want to name my daughter after a sister I never knew. I'm not totally sure what happened directly after. I was so upset. But Kale and my parents think I was cruel to say it like that. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk and I really, really feel for them because it's really three against one and they're essentially bullying OP into trying to pressure them into saying yes. I really don't even understand why OP's husband is so insistent on this. They don't have any attachment to it. And as a husband, they should understand why this is so emotionally heavy for you and something you don't want. And it seems like they just literally don't care about your opinion. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to tidy up when my wife's friend is coming over? My, 30-year-old male, very pregnant wife, 33-year-old female, is having her friend come over today. To get ready, last night I cleaned the kitchen thoroughly and vacuumed the downstairs. During this time she was watching TV. This morning I woke up early and took our son downstairs. I fed him, cleaned the dishes, and mopped the downstairs. While my wife came downstairs 30 minutes later, we switched to her watching our son while I got ready to go to the dump. While I was doing this prep, which is a decent amount, she was FaceTiming her mom. When I got back from the dump and getting gas, she was still FaceTiming and chatting to her mom on the couch. I ate breakfast and was also feeding my son again when she asked me if I was going to tidy up. I said no and that she should do it because I feel like I did more than my share while she sat on the couch and talked to her mom both last night and this morning. She got very upset and said that they were my things to tidy up. It was mostly DIY and house cleaning items which does often fall under my domain. We had a massive fight. Am I the jerk for not wanting to tidy up? I'm going to give her a pass considering she is seven and a half months pregnant apparently. And I think the real fundamental problem here is all of the things that are still left to tidy up are OP's things. DIY and house cleaning items, which OP was doing the house cleaning, so those items that are out is probably because of OP, right? This next story is, am I the jerk for not preventing a toddler from running into a pool? I was at a relative's house with my family and friends, and we were having a small pool party. Anyone I've ever explained this to seems to be shocked at my reaction, so I'll just get this out of the way. I have no experience with children, I've never held, talked to, or even been in the same area as a child for longer than a few minutes before this. The toddler's mother was a friend of my aunt. I was outside by the pool on a pool chair. At this moment, pretty much everyone was inside because a game was on. I was just outside alone by the pool. I don't know how to swim, but I had on trunks and enjoy putting my legs in the water. I was on my phone too, so I wasn't really paying attention. From like, the corner of my eye, I see a toddler sprinting away, but I didn't think much of it. Everyone seems to think I should see a hint of a child and immediately go into parental mode and stop the child. But my mind didn't even connect. I just continued on my phone. 
Then I heard a splash. That's when I looked and I saw the kid in the deep end of the pool. I shouted that the kid fell in the pool and someone ran out, jumped in and pulled the kid out. The kid is fine, but the mother and some other people were angry at me and said I should have stopped the kid from getting in. I just said they ran in. The mother also said I should have pulled the kid out, but I told her that I can't swim. She seems to think I'm some colossal jerk. It was going on, and no matter what I said, she would just keep cutting me off and repeat herself and was really whiny. So I just told her that I'm done talking to her. I didn't know her before the day, so if this random lady thinks I'm a jerk, oh well. I just got back in the chair and ignored her the rest of the day. A few other people are agreeing with her and saying, You see a child, you just become alert. It's natural. If I were walking down the road on a dark night and see a child alone, I'd stop and see to the kid, but this was at a party and I didn't think the kid would just jump in. I don't really know how kids behave. Honestly, I think OP's not the jerk here. First of all, it wasn't their responsibility to watch this kid, who was running around by the pool alone. Whose fault was it that the kid got there in the first place unsupervised? And secondly, as somebody that can swim but very, very, very roughly I never properly learned, I'd also have some hesitancy just flinging myself into a pool trying to do Baywatch or something, when honestly I might as well be putting myself in harm's way as well. I think OP did the best thing they could, they immediately tried to get some help as soon as possible. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she's shaping up to be the mother-in-law from heck and is just like her own mother-in-law? My sister is 33 and I'm 25. My sister's been married to Kevin since she was 18 and has four kids with him who are 8, 6, 5, and 3. Her oldest two and her youngest are boys and her 5-year-old is a girl. My sister's always complained about her mother-in-law being too in her husband's business being too possessive of her husband, and doesn't respect her as the mother of her grandchildren or her son's wife. She's also mentioned how her husband's two sisters have nothing to do with their mom because she heavily favored her boys and never took the same level of interest in them. This is 100% my sister. She is one of those boy moms who talks about girls one day taking her babies away from her, how she'll be dad's mom and never see grandkids how her boys won't need her as much when they get older and how sad it makes her. She posts all sorts of memes about that and has even made some videos for her Instagram where she talks about boy mom life and has cried on videos saying she'll miss her boys when they move out and get married. My niece is the only child she never mentions in these videos. She has never talked about a future son-in-law taking her baby girl away from her or anything like that. She even cried to our mom a couple of times about how she's going to have her babies leave her one day and not want to be her little guys anymore. A couple of times when she's brought this stuff up to me, I've asked her why she's just sad about her boys growing up or why she'd want them to have the same relationship as now in 20 years. She always ignores me. I have two kids myself. My son is two and a half and my daughter was born a couple of weeks ago and I'm excited for them to grow and be amazing people. But I also enjoy the moments we have now and I feel as though my job as their mom and my husband's as their dad is to help them grow into amazing people while also caring for their needs while they're too little to do that for themselves. A couple of days ago, my niece was with me for the day and she asked me if I was sad that I had a girl this time. I told her no that I love my daughter and I wouldn't trade her for the world. I asked her why she'd ask me that, and she said she feels like her mommy wishes she was a boy too, and how her mom prefers her brothers. She also mentioned her mom not spending time with her, and she asked me to speak to her mom for her. 
I spoke to my sister yesterday and told her my niece was feeling neglected and maybe she should spend some time with her. She waved that off and then I saw she was posting again about boy moms and saying she will always be the number one woman in their lives. I told her she needs to cut that stuff out because it's creepy and she's shaping up to be the mother-in-law from heck and just like her own mother-in-law she hates so much. She accused me of talking out of my butt and having no idea what it's like. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk. I think they're pointing out a very real thing that's going on here. It's definitely not OP's burden to bear, but if they want to, it might be nice to see them schedule some more time with their niece and just help their niece understand that at least OP and their family's there for them. It just, it sounds to me like the niece is kind of just being that forgotten child left behind. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling out my boyfriend for freeloading off of me? My 34-year-old female, boyfriend, 38-year-old male, quit his full-time job over a year ago because he didn't like it. He now works a cleaning job for two hours a night that pays him enough to, in his words, barely get by. His sister, 49-year-old female, recently moved back from being overseas and is currently living with him. She's unemployed as well and also doesn't want to work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. My boyfriend pays for everything and is supporting her. How? I don't know. But it bothers me because I feel like he's freeloading off of me and subtly taking advantage of me now. For example, when we go grocery shopping, he asks to put his groceries in my cart and pays for our groceries together. I'm afraid of getting into an argument with him over money because he's easily offended and sensitive based on past conversations about money. So I just say sure. Then I have to tally up what he owes. I have two outstanding tabs for him. I once sent him the Excel sheet of the breakdown, and he made fun of me and called me a Jew. I'm not Jewish. He stays over at my apartment every weekend. Even before his sister moved in with him, he wouldn't want me to come over to his apartment on weekends. This all started after he quit his job. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I really feel like he wants to be at my place, just so he can freeload off of my cable and food so he doesn't have to use up what he has at home. I finally said something after our recent trip to the grocery store. He picked out shampoo and a candle for his sister and paid for it on his own, but he put his groceries in my basket. So when he was leaving my apartment, I was taking his food out of the freezer and asked him to pay me back for this stuff. He said in a joking, whiny voice, I'm poor. And I said, obviously you're not that poor if you're buying your sister candles. He immediately got mad at me and said I was nasty, but I'm fed up. It's ridiculous now. Am I the jerk for making that comment to him? He still didn't pay me back, by the way. Is OP just, like, afraid to leave this guy? Because I feel like there's plenty of red flags and even OP understands how bad they are. Like, what is the redeeming thing that keeps OP going and staying in this relationship? He's freeloading, he's a jerk, he's kind of manipulative, he's anti-Semitic. What are the sprinkles on top of that crab sundae that keep you around? 
Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother and his girlfriend she's the reason I won't play games with them anymore? My brother, 28-year-old male, and I, 31-year-old male, usually play a variety of games together. A few months ago, he moved his girlfriend in with him. I thought she was cool, and all was fine, until we were in a match one afternoon. Some randos joined our team, they had mics, turned out to be two women playing. No problem on our end, but his girlfriend wasn't thrilled and didn't want him playing with any women. He wanted to respect her boundaries, so we left the game, and afterward, whenever we'd play games that we use mics and pick up randoms, we would only play if we wound up with all guy teammates. The real problem popped up when we were playing a different game, queued up for a dungeon, and we wound up with three people in our party using women characters. She didn't like that either because my brother couldn't tell for sure if the players themselves were men or women. For a little while, I stuck it out and we wound up spending most of our time just trying to find other players that didn't step over his girlfriend's boundaries. Honestly, I felt like we were being creepy asking players if they were a guy or girl before playing. On top of that, trying to find a party that would meet her approval if she saw him playing really cut into my limited time a lot of days. I went from playing with him two to three times a week in the afternoon to maybe once a week and it's not consistent. It's his relationship and I respect that. So I don't want to say anything and just started playing later at night for a little bit after my kids are in bed instead of in the afternoons. Yesterday I went to a friend's house for their birthday and my brother and his girlfriend were there. Things were fine until I was leaving and my brother asked if I wanted to play later this coming week. I said I'd see. He brought up how I barely play with him anymore, and I told him, nothing against you, his girlfriend, but between work and kids, I get limited time to play, and I don't want to spend it looking for players that only use e-peen characters, because she can't deal with pixel women being around your pixels, and I'm tired of sounding like a creep. I left and got a text from him late last night that they've been fighting, and he gets why I said it because he gets frustrated too, but I shouldn't have said anything and just dealt with it in silence as he does. Am I the jerk for telling them straight instead of lying or sugarcoating it? See, I think this is one of those times where you are brutally honest and it's not in a way that means you're being a jerk. I think this boundary is ridiculous and it's just reeking of insecurity. And it's especially unfair to push that on OP because, like OP said, they only got limited time. When the brother goes grocery shopping, can they only use the self-checkout lane or only if a cashier's a guy? Like, where's the limit here? Sorry, babe, can't use the local 7-Eleven, they only hire female cashiers there. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking photo of a chessboard after I won? My colleague has a chessboard in his office for casual games with anyone who's willing. It can be a move a day or a sit down game during a long break. As background, he's pretty old school conservative, which is fine with me, and I'm a younger female person of color. We are equal in position in the office, which I've always felt he resents, but anyway. I played chess with him for the first time, and I beat him by putting him in a bind and he conceded. During the game, I mentioned I only started playing during the pandemic, while he's been playing for decades. A few people watched. After the game, I took my hand out to shake, which he accepted. Then I brought out my phone and took a photo of the board. Someone made a joke that I wanted a record of my kill and I laughed. Then the colleague got upset that I took a photo because it's poor form. I guess bragging or rubbing it in? I told him I took the photo so I can recreate the board to see if I could have gotten out of the bind. He was indignant about it, saying it's classless and shouldn't be done. 
I've been trying to research if this is a chess-specific thing or general sportsman-like conduct, but couldn't find anything. I definitely think OP's not the jerk. It's not like OP said, Hey, while you're busy wiping up your tears, can you scooch down to the board so I can take a photo so I can have this win recorded forever? Who cares? Even if they were just really proud of their chess win and they wanted to take a photo of their victory. Who cares? That's just a salty loser from the colleague. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother he's wrong to hold a grudge over our parents kicking him out 8 years ago? My 20 year old female, brother 26 year old male, got kicked out by our parents at 18 because he dropped out of high school and refused to work. Our parents gave him 3 days after his birthday to leave and told him not to contact them for money or to ask them to change their minds. He didn't contact us for 4 years, which is when he had my niece and told our parents they'd never get to meet her. He kept his word and to this day our parents have never met their granddaughter. He had contact with me though. He'd pick me up to visit sometimes but that stopped when I was 18 and still said I supported what my parents did. He's married now and he does welding or something along those lines so I think getting kicked out was the best thing that could have happened to him. To this day he has never said a word to our parents and has told my niece that they're dead. He refuses to attend any family gathering if they're there and never brings his family. He makes posts online about how parents who kick their kids out at 18 are terrible and how he'll never do the same. I had enough of him disrespecting the people who took care of him, so I went over there to visit and lost it at him. I said he deserved to get kicked out for being a lazy, freeloading brat, and his daughter wouldn't exist if he hadn't been. I accused him of hating our parents for being right more than he loves his daughter. He told me to get out and to not come back, and said that I'm just like our parents. I don't think I was wrong, but my boyfriend said that I'm rubbing salt in the wound and making things worse for no reason. I don't know, this is a really complicated situation because they dropped out of high school and they refused to work to earn money and, you know, probably pay any kind of rent. So it's like on one hand, you kind of understand why the parents did what they did. I mean, they're not going to want to just support a freeloader. But at the same time, it's an 18-year-old that they kicked out and basically forced to be homeless and figure it out on their own on the streets, which is a hard thing to say, yeah, that was the right thing to do. Now, the fact alone that they gave him three days notice and just kicked him out like that, I have some level of sympathy with him. I just don't think we really understand the full background of the whole situation to really be able to say whether they were right or wrong. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. This next story is... Am I the jerk for backing out of a lease with friends after some jokes? I, 22-year-old female, live with my best friend and ex-girlfriend, 22-year-old females. Ex and I are friendly and living together and has been emotionally tolling but doable. My current lease ends in August. I asked a few guy friends of mine if they'd be interested in taking me in as their third roommate for the next lease period. They agreed and we toured some spots around town. Last week, I held a party at the current house and there were people who knew the hosts but didn't know each other. The boys who I was meant to move in with got to the party and immediately start saying the party next door is full of fat freaks and ugly witches, among a few very disgusting things. Didn't even say hi, just walked in and started saying a bunch of very rude and wrong things about our neighbors. I was embarrassed because they're my friends and I had people I invited that didn't know them. I called them out and said something along the lines of, that's enough, you're being a jerk, etc. They proceeded to continue making misogynistic jokes and called me a liberal for the remainder of their time there. 
The next day I went over to their house and told them I would be living with my ex and best friend instead. They got upset at me saying that we were just about to sign the lease and now they have to find an affordable place for just the two of them. I told them I didn't feel comfortable living with guys who were very nice and respectful one-on-one, but proceed to become edgy beta males when surrounded by other men. I told them it seemed like I never knew them and that it showed me a side of them I didn't want to live with. Now they're absolutely ballistic about this. They're telling our mutual friends that I definitely am a snowflake and can't handle a few jokes. I want to point out that a dark joke and good taste at the right moment is hilarious. But there's a difference between dark humor and just straight up being a jerk to people. My friends are split over this. Some say I shouldn't have left them out to dry after saying we would sign a lease together for the past month, and the other half understand why I did what I did. Am I the jerk for backing out of this lease over how they acted at my party? 100% not the jerk. A good question for all those people who are saying OP is the jerk for backing out of it is what is the line for concerning behavior that it does become acceptable to back out of it? Like, do they actually have to physically assault somebody for it to be okay enough to back out of it? Is showing a completely different side of themselves that you've never seen before that is not pleasant, not enough to back out of living with them? This next story is, am I the jerk for asking my ex if our son, 11, could bring his stepbrother, also 11, on their father-son camping trip? My ex and I got a divorce when our son was 6. When he was 8, I started dating my current husband. On the day my son met his stepbrother, they stood in front of each other, sized each other up the way little boys do, and were silent for a moment. Then my son asked, do you want to play Smash Bros? And his stepbrother said yes and they ran upstairs. It was fraternal love at first sight. They've been attached to the hip ever since. My stepson's mother passed a few years ago, and my husband was actually reticent to introduce me and my son to his two kids because he thought I was too soon. It turns out that where some kids get a pet after a parent dies, my stepson and stepdaughter got a brother. The first year we were all together, my stepson asked if my son could come along when they visited their mother at the cemetery on her birthday. And he spent the whole car ride over telling my son all about her and it seemed therapeutic for him. Later that night I checked in and saw that my son had climbed up to the top bunk and they had fallen asleep curled up together. Before she entered her current 7 going on 17 phase, my stepdaughter used to crawl into my son's lap as often as she did my stepson and ask them to read to her. Since the divorce, my ex-husband has been unreliable at best. He cancels on my son regularly, making some excuse about work or what have you. The twice-monthly weekend together have trailed off to three or four times a year. Every time I have to tell my son his father cancelled, my stepson goes to his father and asks if the three of them can do something together. One of the few things my ex-husband likes enough to always follow through with is camping. He's planning on taking my son to the Poconos in a few weeks, the weekend after Father's Day weekend. My son loves camping as well, and he's the one who convinced my stepson to join Boy Scouts next fall. The thing is, this year he wants to bring his stepbrother along. I told my ex-husband this and he got upset, saying that it's their time together and he doesn't want someone else's kid along with them. He says that it's supposed to be the two of them bonding. I told him he's had plenty of chances to bond that he blew off for one reason or another and that he should consider himself lucky that he has such a compassionate and sensitive son and that our son still wants anything to do with him. He hung up on a huff, 
His mother called yesterday to complain that I was expecting my ex to just sit there while my son and stepson went off on their own and ignored my ex completely and said that I need to look at it from his perspective since he only gets to see our son a few times a year. For obvious reasons, this annoyed me to the point where I hung up. My husband says that he gets it and thinks I should just let it be the two of them. Am I the jerk? I think OP's completely in the right to ask, but I think the ex whether or not he's a terrible, terrible father, almost deadbeat level, regardless, it's completely his right to say no to bringing this kid that he doesn't really know on his father-son camping trip. I think being pushy after he says no definitely turns you into the jerk here. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.